is there a difference in the 21st century right, right. than when you form of legalism yeah. than there was in the first century? So before you ask me, I ask you. I would say does it wear a different face? In principle, no. In practicality, sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have in Corinth, we've got them parsing verbs mm -hmm. over eating meat sacrificed to idols. We don't have that. Yet today. they're letting immorality go on with a, a, a son and his stepmother, right. and they're puffed up. Paul Living says. together, they're they're, they're yeah. bragging about see right. how with it we are. I would translate. Right. And they call that grace. Right, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think you can. The sins are a little unique in some respects. We're not sacrificing meat to idols, right. but if we define adultery. If we define idolatry as that which right. is taking our heart and affection, absolutely. But um, right. I know in my spheres where I see it the most is, as I've said, people have, and they can be in great Bible studies, they can be m more mature believers in many ways, mm -hmm. but when they look at the young, the way they dress, the tattoos, mm -hmm. the piercings, the exactly. hair, exactly. you know, um, and, and we don't, that's not who we are, Right. but you know, when I had hair down to here, that wasn't who my parents were. Right. And how do I look at them as God loves them just the same mm -hmm. as me? Look beyond the length yeah. of the hair. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, when I was a little kid, the big thing was mixed bathing. I think they meant mixed swimming, but I never <laughs> made a big deal of that. I mean, you, you didn't go in the same right, right. pool uh, as guys with, with gals there. That, that's not even mentioned today. I don't know of a church that did. maybe there are some, but I don't hear about that much. But nowadays it is, um, you, you know, uh, he doesn't just quite fit our church, Yeah, says someone. I was in a church in California for almost 25 years, and we were not far from the beach. And uh, it's a great story of a young man. One Sunday evening I was preaching. He came in the back door. He had no shirt. He had swimming trunks on. He was barefoot. Still had sand stuck to the hairs on his legs. He stood there, and he looked around. Ushers had all sat down or gone to sleep by then, and so he was there by himself. I don't think he had ever in his life. He heard the singing, huh. walked by, he told me later, and then down at the end of the block came back thinking, why are the lights on in that building? Why are all those people there, and how come all the cars? And he hears songs he'd never heard in his life, and he sees me up there. Well, we finish a song, everybody's standing, and he's kind of wandering down thinking, oh, I could sit on the floor or something. And my medical doctor, Don Montgomery, Dr. Montgomery, said to him, come here. So he led him in and sit between Dr. Montgomery and his wife. He always sat on the end and got an emergency call. Well, when everybody sat down, Montgomery sat right on that end of the pew, and I thought, after all these exams you've given me, it, it's good for you to have that experience. <laughs> anyway, the guy sits there, and he's talking to Montgomery through my talk, my sermon. He doesn't know not to talk. And since he can't answer back, he says to uh, Dr. Montgomery, he says, uh, what is this? And Dr. Montgomery says, this is a, this is a church. Okay. Um, what, what's he doing up there behind the box? And Dr. Montgomery says, actually, uh, it's a pulpit. Oh, he, what, had, he had no clue. What's a pulpit, right? What's a pulpit? <laughs> so he says, uh, this is this interesting. He says, uh, can I come tomorrow night? And Dr. Montgomery says, uh, well, we're not here tomorrow night. He says, 
Why? You know, I'd never in my life been asked, why aren't you here on Monday night? So as soon as the service was over, this guy makes a beeline, bare feet, bare, no shirt, right up front, walked right over. He says, hey, uh, you know what it was yelling behind the box? I said, yeah, that, that's me. He said, uh, uh, you're not going to be here tomorrow. And I said, actually, I'm not. I'm, why? He says, this is good. I, I, I want to be here tomorrow. And I said, well, I'll tell you what. I will meet you here tomorrow. No, he said, I want all these other people with us. I think it's more fun. If, and he had not a clue. Okay, fast forward. <laughs> Our people loved him just as he was. I don't believe anybody said, uh, cut your hair. Mm -hmm. or put a, put a shirt on. Put a shirt on. This is a church. Mm -hmm. Or little by little, uh, he looked forward to coming, got involved with one of our college uh, ministries. He had dropped out. He was living on on uh, uh, beer and, and uh, pretzels uh, in, in a cot in a garage because his folks had thrown him out. And he found a place where uh, beyond his uh, surfing buddies where the, he would be loved. And went to Talbot Seminary. Did he really? Wound up in the pastorate. Good or what? You know what it is? It's an evidence of grace at work. Yeah. Because no one, Dr. Montgomery did not say, by the way, when you come tomorrow, Next a, time. a cleanup. Mm -hmm. Of course, he would never say that, but some would. Sure. So the kid's hair, hair is way down below his shoulders. I mean, he's, he's, he's got, you know, stubble of a beard, and, and he's obviously unkempt. Didn't smell that great. Thankfully, he surfed, so that helps a little. <laughs> but uh, after a while, we look forward to being here. He was refreshing.